Good morning. Uh, today's scripture reading is from the book of James, chapter 1, verses 1 through 8. On the Pew Bibles, the NRSV is on page 202. I'll be reading from the NIV, New International Version. James, a servant of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ, to the twelve tribes scattered among the nations, greetings. Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces per perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. If any of you lacks wisdom, you should ask God, who gives generously to all without finding fault, and it will be given to you. But when you ask, you must believe and not doubt, because the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea, blown and tossed by the wind. That person should not expect to receive anything from the Lord. Such a person is double-minded and unstable in all they do. This is the word of our Heavenly Father. Thank you, Samuel. It is indeed a privilege for me to, uh, to welcome Pastor Edson, who will be speaking to us this morning. Uh, a few weeks, a few weeks uh, ago, Pastor Allen has started a series on the valleys of a faith journey. And Pastor Edson, He's the topic this morning is the valley of the testing of faith. So I'll ask him to join me and then also just a few words about the Brazilian church that meets here on Sunday afternoons, if I'm not mistaken. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Good morning, everyone. Thank you for having me. It is a privilege to be here. I'd like to thank, first of all, our Lord God, and then Pastor Alan for inviting me for the second time this year. <laughs> so <laughs> this is a privilege and also a challenge for me to be speaking and preaching in English. But um, our church, uh, our Brazilian church, or Portuguese-speaking church, is, is growing as this church is growing because the blessing of God is in this place. So we are becoming a great, great community of believers working together, and the Holy Spirit is working within us. So all the churches in this place are growing. So Pastor Abel, Pastor Carlos, the Spanish church, and our church is also growing for the glory of God. And I'm happy to see this church so beautiful and diverse, and uh, I'm very happy to be here. So thank you so much. Um, as John was saying, uh, when I was thinking about this this morning, uh, the Lord spoke to my heart, and I decided to continue speaking about this series of sermons. And then came to my heart this this theme: the Valley of Tests of Faith. Um, I wrote what I'm going to speak because English is not my first language, so I need help. <laughs> Normally when I preach, I don't wrote everything, but in English is better for me. So 
So today, today I want to talk about the importance of understanding that sometimes our faiths will be tested. And also understand why our faith is tested. What is the reason why our faith is tested? Why God tests our faith, or better, why God allows our faith to be tested? What is the purpose of being tested? There is a purpose of being tested. When you think about a trial or a test, in a very simple way, it is a method to prove that something or someone is capable to endure or withstand when put under some kind of pressure. We want to make sure that that thing or person is really good for the purpose it exists or is in certain position. So if you are in certain position or, or if something exist it needs to be tested to see that that is really good enough to be there in the same way our faith is also also need to be tested to make sure that we will not give up the reason why our faith is tested is because god doesn't want we to give up never we need we need to be strong enough to continue to keep going so he will need we need to test our faith when we, when we are facing hardships, troubles, or any kind of bad circumstance, our faith needs to be tested. The reason for that is the love of God for us. This is very important to understand. When we are tested, the reason is the love of God for us. He loves us. He loves us so much that he wants us to be strong enough to keep going to the end. We heard today a song saying, I will praise to the, way, the end. So we must be praising the Lord to the end. Many people, they, they are not here anymore. They couldn't be here anymore. The pressure was too strong for them. They were not ready. So, as it is written on 1 Peter 1.9, he wants us to receive the end result of our faith, the salvation of our souls. He wants us to be there, to be saved, to go to the end of our, the purpose of our faith, that is to be saved, the salvation of our souls. God's desire is that we never give up. So he allows our faith to be tested, to be stronger and able to continue despite the circumstances of our lives. When I was preparing this message, as I said, the Holy Spirit spoke to my heart to continue this preaching about this series. So I decided that the theme of this message would be the valley of the test of our faith. One of, defini of the definitions for the word valley is a low area of land between hills or mountains, typically with a river or, or a stream flowing through it. This is one of the definitions of a valley. What a beautiful and calm landscape someone may think. Oh, this is awesome. But when we speak about valley in the Bible, most of the time it's not a good place to be. Not a good moment of our lives. 
When we, someone says, I am in the valley, it is not something good, spiritually speaking. We don't want to be in a valley. The psalmist on Psalm 23 talks about a dark valley where he needs his shepherd to help him to cross and not fear. Because it was dark. It means it was a scary place or moment of his life. The good news is, whenever you are in this low area or depression, you have only one option. Look up. That's the option that you have. Look up because you are in the lowest place of your life. You cannot go lower than this in your life. The option is to say, like the psalmist says on, on Psalm 121, I lift up my eyes to the mountains. Where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. You can't continue looking down. There's nothing there. Look up. So when you hit the bottom, look up. Your help will come from the Lord that is above. He is above. So, so look up. Back to verse 2 of James, uh, chapter 1. We understand the reason why James says, Consider it pure joy. My brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials, how difficult it is to be happy during the trial. It is difficult. What's the reason? The test of, of our faith is the result of God's love for us, not the contrary. So we must have joy knowing that God loves us. If I'm being tested it is the result of God's love for me. He wants me to go to the end. He wants me to continue. He wants me to be stronger. So he will allow our faith to be tested. I know it's not easy to understand, especially today, that many preachers are preaching that if you are a Christian, a believer in Jesus Christ, you should not suffer. Some, day, some say that if you are facing difficulties, it is because you don't have enough faith to live better. Or even that God is angry with you. Some people believe that, but Jesus never said that. Instead, when he was about to ascend to heaven, he said to his disciples, whom he loved. Not hated. He said in the Gospel of John, chapter 16, verse 33, I have told you, told you these things. Which things? The bad things that they were about to experience. I have told you these things so that you may have peace. In this world, you will have troubles. But take heart. I overcome the world. So we are all subject to face troubles that will test our faith, but rejoice in the Lord. First, because we will not be tested beyond our capacity to withstand. And secondly, and most important, 
we are not alone. Jesus will be there throughout our test. The presence of the Holy Spirit is with you and in you all the time. Rejoice. Let's dive a little bit on this verse of James chapter, chapter 1, verse 2, 2, 4. First, it says, when you face trials, not if you face trials. When you face trials. So you and me, we will face trials. It's not a matter of if it is when we face trials. So we will face trials. My faith will be tested. It's not if, it is when. So be prepared in your heart. It is the love of God saying, be prepared. You will be tested. God loves you and will allow your faith to be tested. Our faith was tested during the pandemic. Our faith was tested, heavily tested. But we are still here, praising the Lord, because He was with us. Don't think it is God's wrath against uh, you. It is God's love acting to bring you closer. When we are tested, God is bringing us closer. It is like a child that is afraid of something. This child will run to his or her father. Right? So that's the purpose of God. When he allows us to be tested, we will run to him. We will praise more. We will pray more. We will seek more God. So that's the purpose. To teach you to live and trust in Jesus. Knowing that we need his help to overcome. To pass the test and not give up. We understand that we need his help. Second trials, second trials of many kinds, different kinds. Don't think you are strong enough. And you don't need to pray more. You don't need to know more about Jesus. To listen his word. Don't think about that. We never stop eating or drink because we know we will faint and eventually die. But some people think they can live without God. We don't. We need Jesus. We need God. He is the one who gives us the strength we need to live. He is the one who gives us the, gives this word what we need to survive. If we are alive here today, it is God's grace. Not by our own strength. If we are saved it is not by our works. It is all by the grace of God. Revealed in his son, Jesus Christ. No one can boast about it. You may be tested in a way you were never tested before. Many kinds, different kinds of tests. Maybe you think, I'm ready. Sometimes I think I'm ready. I'm mature enough. I know what I'm doing. I, I don't know. I may be tested today in a way that I was never tested before. But God will be there. doesn't matter. He will be there. So when we think we are good enough or strong enough, 
God allows our faith to be tested in a different situation, in a different way. Sometimes we, you never experienced before, something that you ne never experienced before. Most of the disciples of Jesus were fishermen. And Jesus brought them to have their faith tested where? On the waters, in the sea, in a fisher boat, where they thought they were, they knew everything. They were good enough. They were tested and failed the test because they were not ready. But the secret was they made it to the land when they recognized that they needed Jesus to pass the test. They learned they needed to trust in the Lord Jesus. Third, the test will make you grow in faith. It will not make you lose your faith. You become much mature. So this is one of the purpose of the test. To make our faith grow in the Lord. It will generate in you a stronger faith. It will give you more experience with the Lord. It will build your spiritual muscles to keep going despite the circumstances. Being the value of the test of your faith is not a proof that Jesus cannot see you or doesn't care about your suffering. When you are in the valley, you may think Jesus is not seeing me. He doesn't care. It is not a proof. No, actually, it is a proof that Jesus loves you so much that he doesn't want you to give up. He wants you to trust in him. In the Gospel of Luke, chapter 8, verse 24, the disciples thought that Jesus didn't care because he was sleeping on the boat. They thought he didn't care. He doesn't care. He was sleeping on the boat. And they were fighting for their lives. And, but he wanted them to use their faith. And understand that he was with them. Like a teacher that allows his student to try first to do the test themselves before cheating them. What is the correct answer? He wants us to use our faith, to grow in faith. Sometimes he will be there silent. You cry and he never answers. He's testing your faith. He wants you to be courageous, to be stronger, to know he's there even though you are not seeing him. You cannot see him. He is there. Use your faith. You have experience. You have seen him doing great things before. You know him. So don't be afraid. Trust in him. He is there. He would be there all the time through the Holy Spirit as he's promised. But they needed to have faith and trust in him. As Abraham did when God asked him to sacrifice his son Isaac, whom he loved. He passed the test of his faith. He trusted in the Lord. He knew that that he had promised was faithful. So he passed the test. He trusted in the Lord. Jesus 
is with us. He wants us to be stronger and to endure until he comes back. He loves us. Fourth, and lastly, the test of our faith will make us complete, lacking nothing. The test of our faith will bring us closer to Jesus. We will experience firsthand who he is and how he cares for us. We will have the courage, the strength, the spiritual and mental tools we need to keep going and never give up. We will not live anymore through other people's experiences only. We will have our own experiences. Job seemed to be, and he was a highly religious man. But after everything he lived during that long and painful period of the test of his fidelity, he says something that makes me wonder and learn that I myself still need to continue building my faith in the Lord and learn more about the Lord Jesus. Job said on chapter 42, verse 5, My ears had heard about you, but now my eyes have seen you. He now has experiences. He was tested. So he was not saying about, I heard something. The Lord did something in my friend's life. No, he's, I see him. I experienced how he loves me. I was tested, and he was there with me. We also need to get closer and closer to Jesus. We need to continue praying and listen to his word. We should never stop knowing Jesus. How is it possible for a man like Job to say that? He is a true faith hero. He endured moments that most of us would not support, but he said that. Now I see, I have seen him. But the thing is, now he has his own and personal experience with the Lord. He learned to depend on the Lord only. And he is now a complete man in the Lord. He really knows the Lord. And he passed the test of his faith. If we want to pass the test and overcome this valley of the test, we must get to know more about Jesus. We must, must know more about Jesus. We must walk with him in this valley of our test, of our life, to know how he cares about us and that he never forsakes us. So, my brothers, that is what I want to say. I hope it is something that the Lord has used me to speak to your heart, something, because this word spoke to my heart. And God bless you. Thank you for this opportunity. God bless you. Thank you.